This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 273 of The Real Word. Word is up. Big week in our world. Big week. Yeah, in- how you feeling? You feel good? You feel good and stretched out now after last night? Yeah, I feel I feel fantastic. I mean, Good. I feel- it was really hard to hear you, though. I'm not going to lie. Huh. Yeah, of course it was hard to hear me. I've never had a problem with this microphone. By the way, I'm running it through a Roland switcher whatever the hell that means and mm-hmm. i've never that's like adjusted. top of the line it's probably the best of the best nicole i can only yeah, imagine I'm sure of it we don't buy yeah. any anything crappy and you know bobby came down here to naples and he set this whole thing up i haven't touched a dial there's wait, actually so did, wait did he fly down just for that last night no 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 this is a year however oh, long ago okay. when i set this okay. studio I up thought he flew down there yesterday i was like for that no he's in he's in sweden 40- 45 second with his kid yeah with the whole family they're in sweden bobby the producer is over there that's visiting visiting the wife's family anyways there's so much dust on this roland switcher because i'm afraid to even touch a dial because once it's working i don't want to touch anything i agree and so if you listen to the bam versus barstool podcast last or the debate the real estate debate i was on the kirk minahan show it all kind of started when they attacked nicole and i and the real word podcast you could you couldn't hear me that well because they took my mic and they dropped it through the floor to really you know make their voices sound better than my voice and it wasn't my mic because like i said there's dust no. growing on this thing because i'm too afraid well, kirk to touch. was really angry though he was slamming the water bottle on the table so he acted like he was angry and that was like was that a show in the beginning was- i don't know it was it was pretty aggressive even my kids were like what's happening is this live? I'm like, yeah, it's live. We're watching it. <laughs> he, he came in. And so one of two, tr- two things is true. Either he was really mad at the producer, Dave, for screwing this thing up, or it was all an act because they knew they were going to lower my mic to make me look bad. Twitter seems to think the, the Kirk Minna fans, the, the show, the show fans on Twitter seem to think that this is a trick that they've done in the past and that it was oh. intentional. Okay. So all listen, right. we well- won, we won on Twitter. We won on the show. I mean, Barstool admitted defeat. I apologize for everybody who tuned in for wasting your time. I saw so many of your comments. Bam is better than this. Nicole, yeah. thankfully, you just you're you're feeling under the weather anyways. So I that's not why you weren't the there. But no, I wasn't. No, but I I I listened. I was ready. You told me to have my phone nearby. Oh, I wasn't I, gonna call you after that thing turned insane. Yeah. Well, it's weird that they would turn your microphone down because it just sounded foolish too. Sounded awful. like. Yeah, it was the whole thing was very interesting. And it's funny, though, because I kept watching a little bit after. I don't know if you did, but I did. Kirk, Kirk pretty much like was they got a, little, a view it seemed on like it. was a little upset at Dave for not even being prepared for this. Oh, he had six um, days to prepare. He called us out. And so maybe, Haley, we can play. So I think he's a true fan, though, like the fact that he only knew our podcast. Obviously he was listening to it. He knows a lot about you. We never really fixed the fact that we're not from Rhode Island, but we could, we could hash that another time. Um, but I, I feel like he was a real fan. He was, he was doting on you and your, and your podcast setup. I mean, he was a hate. He, I feel like, no, he was not. I feel like he was a, he was a lover. I think he wanted, if you were closer, he'd give you a hug. I feel like he was a fan at one time when he was in real estate. And then he made this comment. Well, but he was very clear that he was never in real estate. He was just supposed to be making those videos. And I mean, he's in so many videos. It appears that he was in real estate. And then the comment he made, the initial podcast, when he said, 
I've had my eye on Byron Lozine and Nicole White for years. I want to take yeah, I think them that's down. Just, I think that's jealousy. I think he saw what what, what you were doing. and He, he got yeah. a little ahead of, of his skis there. And then when he got called out, he didn't know. He had to kind of stick with that. And so you're right. He knew a lot about us. I mean, he knew the fact that the real word used to be on I-N-M-A-N. Uh-huh. We're not saying it anymore. I didn't I didn't get no, the memo. We, we, we could say it, man. I'm just I'm okay. just teasing him. Uh, he, he also knew about the 5 a.m. call. And I want to play this clip because last night, if you did waste your time and watch the debate, you saw him say, I was never on the 5 a.m. call. Haley, play this clip where in the original podcast, he admits that he was part of the crew. And they did this thing that was like the 5 a.m. club. Like you were you were worthless if you weren't up at 5 a.m. already working and like getting ready and all this stuff, which I loved. I I was part of the crew. I was running at five this morning. Right. I was part of the crew, but I kind of want to like overtake that too. Like I want to motivate people. 4 a.m. Well, and he wanted to start a 459 club. Yeah. So, so he just continued to lie. They, they called him out on his lie later in the, I gave them a view. I listened in. I mean, they, they, again, they admitted defeat. It's all good. It's over with. Uh, It was fun. They've got a great Twitter audience. They yeah, to, you were of, loving it. You were you were like best day of your life. Well, I love the Twitter thing because I we don't have a huge audience on Twitter. We have a huge Instagram audience. They wanted to say that we bought followers. Come over to Instagram where we Bam just dominates. The broke agent dominates on Instagram. That was a foolish statement. And then I did listen after they said, "Oh, I think Byron's just saying that because uh, I you know I said Kirk, you don't own anything, right? Like we own a real estate company, you know." We own, I own BAM. Like there's, there's actual things that we own. Kirk is just basically doing a podcast and, you know, he's talking about well, how he sales. Said he, he says he owns a car and a house. Right. I'm just, I'm just yeah. talking about business wise because yeah. he's talking about salespeople. He's nothing more than a salesperson per- pushing men's clothing. He's been doing that for 20 years. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, that's just something he heard. No, that's just an obvious observation. The guy, the third guy that just sits there and says nothing. He's like, that must be something he just heard and he regurgitated. It's an obvious observation. Kirk doesn't own an asset that he can sell. Unless he's behind the mic, he doesn't have any value. And, and listen, I think he's great. He's a great He's a great podcaster. He's grown a very passionate audience. The Minifans really are engaged with that show. There's something yeah. to that. He does sell yeah. out live tickets and, yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. But Dave, the My, producer, is yeah. just an asshat. And right. uh, I guess we're moving on from that. Nicole, your final thought, your final takeaway. No, no final thoughts. I thought that I think it ran its course. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I am actually curious to see if the Minifans do anything as a follow-up. I, I was warned about them. Everyone was texting well, me, warning me that they're – because even the guy we talked – the so while we were on – you were – I'm sorry. Now it's like I was on there. You were talking about that sneakers guy because they had sneakers on last week. He's like a hater. Um, he's a fan. He was wearing the thing about it's him. Interesting. He was he's wearing... a fan, but he also, it sounds like he threat, like a lot of these men fans threaten each other. They were talking about hurting each other's children. Yeah. I mean, but it, at the same I'm just time, glad it didn't go there. He said the show sucked, but he was wearing a hoodie of the show. So it's like a demented group a little bit. There were some, you know, fans on Twitter of their show that I found to be very funny. Uh, I think they're very witty and, and yeah. they're perfect no, for that fine. Twitter environment. Yeah, yes, it was it fine. Was uh, if you watch, sorry to waste your time there. Anyways, let's get back <laughs> to our regularly scheduled programming. And uh, racket number two, we've got an open letter to mortgage brokers. This is from Matt Leonetti. Haley, let's play the clip and react. Brokers. I say this with love. But I get about 20 DMs a week asking me to go to lunch and I'm not doing it. You're always like, yeah, it's on me. 
yeah, of course it's on you. You're a stranger asking me to go to lunch to talk about interest rates. It's only we've done a two-minute phone call. You've opted for a three-hour lunch at fucking Panera Bread. I mean, I'm not trying to be on mortgage at first sight here, okay? I don't want to go on an awkward blind date with you. I've been on one first date in my entire life. That's my now wife. Seal the deal and it's done. I'm, I'm not doing it again. Instead, just be really good at your job. I mean, that's how I met my guy, Johnson Andrews. Didn't know who he was. Did a deal together. Best experience I've ever had. Guy's my number one guy. Turns out the guy's fucking David Copperfield of mortgages. Who knew? That's all I need. What I don't need is to listen to you talk about how incredible you are over chicken tenders at Ruby Tuesdays on a Wednesday afternoon. I've never heard of this uh, mortgage broker that Leonetti gave the shout out to. It's got to be a Toronto guy. All right. So here are some comments from uh, from the BAM post on Instagram at now BAM on Instagram, which obviously is, is 3x the size of uh, the Kirk Minahan show on Instagram. Oh, uh, we're going to keep doing that. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. The broke agent's like awesome. a million times bigger on Instagram. Anyways, uh, agent <laughs> comments, Allison Hughes Holmes. Uh, Connecticut agent. Shout out to Allison. She is a Connecticut agent. I was like, wait a minute. That's a familiar name. Make magic happen and answer calls on the weekends. No tenders required. Talking about the chicken tenders. Mm. Uh, Matthew Teeter says, true. Forget the lunch. Teach me something I don't know about a product I can use to do a deal I wouldn't do otherwise. You know, like help me with the education required right. to really make a great experience for my clients. Ken Pozak down in Orlando says, let me show you how I close loans in 43 days. He's quoting mortgage brokers. How about you send me a lead or a bottle of vodka? He says, okay. Oh, Lenders will send you vodka, Nicole. They would, they love vodka. They, I mean, we get, I think we get fireball nips here on the quarterly from, Oh no, that's, that's a home inspector. Those are home inspectors. That's a home inspector game right there. Fireball. Yeah, that is. (laughs) I hate fireball. I don't think there's anything worse. Nobody should ever drink fireball. It's, it's the meanest thing you can do to your body. If you drink Fireball, I apologize, but it, it's awful. You should uh, stop. Shannon Gillette, you get offered lunch. They want to buy me a coffee. Shannon, you're a top producer in Arizona. I would imagine that you'd be getting more than than uh, offered a coffee. Uh, here we, we've got a comment. Uh, Janelle, Janelle, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, Sandoval. I'm married to my mortgage broker, and the worst thing is when they say, well, if things don't work out, save my number. Hmm. Okay. So if I divorce my husband, I'll call you. <laughs> if things don't work out with your marriage is what other lenders Pretty are saying much. there. That, that's yeah. insane. Um, so here's Sarah uh, DeSommers down in Miami says, here's her take. Pay for leads or be extremely good at your job, period. period. One of the two. So add extreme value, get me leads. Save the tenders for later. Okay, so there's some highlights from the comments section. Now, mortgage brokers fired back in the comments section. Uh-oh. All right, so here, here's a lender. Uh, Kevin's something, doc, I don't know. Kevinslick.com. I don't know. That's Slick? a weird, that that's a weird last name. It can't be his last name. Kevinsliker.com is his Instagram handle. So, I, all right, I apologize. I'll stop asking realtors to coffee when they stop putting Saturday as the close date. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. I actually like that. Um, here's another one. Just start asking him to dinner. He didn't say anything about dinner. Uh, trust me, clients say the same thing about agents. Oh, you're inviting me to your client appreciation party with a bunch of your clients. I don't know. Wow, thanks because I have no friends. Mortgage lender here. This is Kristen uh, Deaton. Believe me, we don't want to take you all to a long lunch. We just want our chance to explain how damn good we are at our job and get a shot at your business. I'm too busy slinging mortgages all hours of the day to spend my Wednesday afternoon 
whining and dining you only for you to never send me any business. With that said, you free for coffee next week. <laughs> All right. So I don't know. Maybe this is setting up another BAM debate, lenders versus agents. I would be on a, to... a lunch debate. <laughs> Come on. A how, lunch debate. Uh, Do you um, know how many agents say yes to lunches though? I mean I mean, come on. That's how you, that's how you, uh, it's the same thing with open houses and brokers opens. If there's food or booze, how about, an agent says yes. But a debate on the best way to earn an agent's business. Leonetti says it is work their open house with them. What do you think the best way to earn an agent's businesses in today's market, Nicole? Uh, I, again, I, I think it, who was it? Was it Allison that said it or someone at the very beginning? Allison about... Hughes said, uh, answer the calls on the weekends. We don't need the Oh, tenders. so not there. So again, I, I think it's mostly about education. I think that there's so many instances where, yeah, thank you, where, you know, it's, I still see things on Instagram that, you know, other mortgage brokers are, are sort of advertising. Um, and I send it over to my mortgage guy just for him to clarify for me. So I definitely think it, it boils down to the type of, um, loans they have, the types of products they have, how, um, how the company is actually thinking outside the box. Um, I know with our company, like they're offering pretty much for them to buy your house so that you can then buy another one for cash. So I do think that that is certainly the way to do it. I, I again, I, I think dropping off bagels with cream cheese, although I know our office loves them. Like I've never actually even seen that mortgage broker's face. So that to me is a little pointless. Like sneaks in um, in the middle of the night and just drops yeah, bagels just off. Like <laughs> everyone loves them. Some people actually take them home and bring them to but their no, children. I bet you 90% like, of the agents couldn't even tell you who the lender was. They don't was. even know what he looks like. Yeah, of course. Couldn't spot him so, out of a crowd. Right. But at the same time too, you know, I mean, I think that, I think where, where some lenders then start losing steam is they've, they've, they've won you over, but then all they are doing is taking you out for food and drinks. And then there they, is no additional added value. So then you start to sort of drop off. Cause it's, it's, what are you like? You're not actually trying to then keep my business. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Some, not all lenders have a tendency to get fat and lazy, not in the literal sense, in the figurative right. sense, meaning they're fat and happy that they've earned your business. Like you just said, Nicole, they stop answering calls on the weekend. I can address that on Monday. This agent's tied to me. I'm their number one guy. Right. I'm their lender. I'm not going anywhere. And they get too reliant on just feeding you a little bit of booze on happy hour. You or your agents. Let me take you out for drinks. That's going to be enough instead of act actually bringing the value that that agent seeks in a very difficult market so that yeah. they can be the educator to their database so that they can get home shoppers in the right position to win offers when they're up against 20, 25, 30, so that they've got timely communication between them and a listing agent where the mortgage professional is actually jumping in and weekends are included in that because the, the majority of the pre-approvals are needed when Saturday and Sunday. The majority of the calls coming in through sites like Zillow and Realtor.com, Home Shoppers, are happening on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The majority of the offers being written are going out on Sunday and Monday before the deadline. This is when agents need mortgage professionals. They don't necessarily need them four to six on Thursday during happy hour. They right. need them on the weekends. They need them in prime time, and they need them to add value. And then in the middle of the night, if you want to drop off a bag of bagels or send me a bottle of vodka, Go for that too. That's yeah. that's fine. That's well, the cherry I, I, on top, but that's not everything. 
Right. And I think the, the mortgage brokers need to be available too, because they're now 100% part of assisting our clients in getting these homes too. I mean, I call mortgage lenders all the time to make sure that these people are approved. So um, certainly availability is huge as well. But yeah. And, and so I agree with some of the uh, I agree with some of the comments on both sides, the mortgage yeah. broker, the agents. I'd love to see maybe a little bit of debate on this. What's the best way to do business together? Maybe we could bring lenders and agents together on a BAM debate. Let me know in the comments. Let me and Nicole know in the comments what you think about that. All right, Nicole, our last controversy. You're just itching for a debate. Last night just didn't feed the need, huh? It was such a crappy debate because... It wasn't a debate. It wasn't a debate. You were, you were like a segment, and as soon as they were done with you, your screen went black. I was like, oh, I guess... Yeah. They, well, did they even listen, say goodbye to you? I don't know if you listen to the rest of that show. We don't want... We actually made it clear we don't want the rest of that show on BAM because, I mean, they, you know, that four letter word that begins with a C. I mean, they use that like three times after the segment. Thankfully, they didn't oh, use that in I my segment. I didn't, I didn't listen. They're after. a little, they're a little extreme. That's their audience. They're playing to their, yeah, to their audience. All right. All right. Uh, our last controversy, Nicole, yep. was bare minimum Monday. Okay. Yep. So we, if you remember, what do you got a text of it? You're too busy for the show. No, what are you doing? I had to pull the freaking article back up again. Take All a right. deep breath. I could only get it on my phone because I have to pay the firewall thing on Fortune or whatever. We got into a big controversy there with not a big, not a, not a barstool big, but one of the contributors for INMAN, Rachel Height. <laughs> she wrote this this article, Bare Minimum Monday. We invited her on the show. She declined, said that we are too yeah. hard on that TikToker who believes in you know, not working on Mondays. And, and so I want to highlight somebody, this is a fortune piece, Alina yep. uh, Botros, who writes great mm -hmm. articles on fortune. Uh, somebody that we can highlight a lot in the future. because She's doing a great job. Uh, she doesn't, she doesn't have a lot of Twitter followers, but she's a great follow on Twitter. You know, not everybody mm -hmm. needs a lot of Twitter followers to be a great yeah. follow. Mm -hmm. All right. So here's the headline, a 24 year old with over 300,000 TikTok followers. So 24 year old, she's a Gen Zer, Nicole. Yep breaks down how she worked side hustles to buy a house and makes $400 per month in rental income. So this Jennifer Ramsey, uh, who's in a suburb of Cincinnati, Ohio, she's the direct opposite of a bare minimum Monday Gen Zer. Total right. different mindset. Okay. Hustler. Hustler, a throwback to the old school, you know, what has actually built America to be the great country that it is today. Nicole, she's a personal trainer. Yep. She's a private party bartender and a nanny. She's a self-proclaimed hustler, which I know people say, oh, they make funny if you use that word. I'm going to applaud yep. you, Jennifer yep. Ramsey. And at the age of 23, she bought her first home in Forest Park, Ohio. Jennifer Ramsey, I, mean, I don't know, maybe she's related to Dave Ramsey with that last name, Jimmy. She's definitely taking a- uh, I guess. I feel like it's I feel like it's like my last name, White. Do you know how many Whites there are in the world? True. There's, there's quite a few. Big week mm -hmm. for the White family too this Big week. Big week. Big week. Uh, yeah. So Ramsey here, after graduating from Wright State University in two, 2020, she decided, I'm going to buy a house. So to her, renting was basically paying off someone else's mortgage and she'd rather own and pay off her own mortgage. She approached it yep. like she would any other subject in school and eventually met with a mortgage lender who explained to her step by step. So coming off of the last topic, this is what lenders need to be doing. 
explaining, educating step-by-step step what you need to do to buy a home. Ooh, the mortgage people should be doing that. You know, like when you went, to, did you, I don't know if you went long enough, but like the first week or two, all the credit card companies are sitting in like the, 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 the trying to get you to do credit cards. That's what the mortgage guys should be doing. They should be on college campuses yeah. trying to get these guys to start thinking about that instead of how to spend it on a credit card. Right. You, you just pass that credit card booth. That's going to yeah. hold you back from buying a house. This booth mm -hmm. here. We'll actually get you some wealth. Right, we so when you get out, you have money. Yeah. yeah, homeowners are 44 times more wealthy than renters. So she knew that somehow, uh, this Gen Zer, and she decided I'm going to be in the camp that's 44x wealthy, uh, you know, wealthier than a renter. She decided mm -hmm. that okay, no matter what it takes, she's working three jobs. Nicole, you think she's doing the bare minimum on a Monday? I think she's doing the ultra maximum on a Monday, yep. Monday maximums for this Gen Zer. So uh, when she started her search, she actually bought in 2020. Uh, no, I'm sorry. She purchased in 2022 for $189,000. Yep. After she paid off her loans. It sounds like she paid off her student loans too. Yeah. So she, she looked yep. for around three months. She put in five off offers on five homes. She finally got one in January 22. So she got in at the very end of the low interest rate. Congrats yep. to her. She put down- Three percent. She she had such great credit that she yeah she locked in a three nine nine. Such great credit that she was able to do conventional. Uh, her monthly mortgage payment was eleven hundred bucks in her first year before increasing to fifteen hundred after the taxes went up. Yeah. Sorry uh, to hear that, but still for fifteen hundred, um, she she wouldn't be able to to rent something three bedroom two bath. I don't believe in that market for much less than 1500 total cost she says including appraisal fees inspection fees and all that came around to $13,000 on buying the deal now this this Gen Z is so smart and such a hustler she decided to move not out of the house move in. or not even move in, in. she's charging yeah. $1,950 per month so she's making $400 a month and living at home she posted her journey on TikTok she accumulated 322,000 followers on TikTok alone Yep. That that's value right there. She's got three right. jobs. Well, she, and she's not done yet. She's living with her mom so that she could actually save money again to buy another house. Yeah, she says if she can save ten to twenty thousand dollars, she can use that as a down payment to either flip a house or purchase a multifamily house. Hey, take it from two people who have flipped homes before, Jennifer. Don't even flip the house. Just keep doing what you're doing right now. Buy the next house and rent it out again. Keep holding the the property in well the, and again she bought it in 2022 it may even be worth some money so you may be even to pull out a little equity of there too to could. buy towards your next one but you could yeah. I, I wouldn't go flipping you you're you can make a lot of mistakes early on well, especially yeah. in this market flipping so jennifer or if you don't have relationships with contractors it's going to be very difficult to get people to show up yeah if but. you're listening go do just duplicate what you just did go buy another house rent it i mean listen you're 23 if your parents she said her parents are hardworking. She likes her parents. She enjoys her parents. If you're not itching to get out of there, just stay there, rent that one out, and keep mm -hmm. playing the same game. This Jennifer Ramsey is literally the Dave Ramsey game. Buy, rent it out. Uh, I know he doesn't like to put debt on it. I would say, hey, put the debt on it. Have someone else pay that debt down. This is the total opposite of that mindset. And Nicole, there's, there was a NAR generational study. We covered it on nowbam.com. Haley can put up the... Uh, the chart here, age of home buyers right now, only 4% are 19 to 23. She's in the 4%. Age of home sellers, 
uh, in that age group, only 3%, okay, according to NAR. So she is the outlier for this Gen Z group that understands what owning real estate can do for your long-term wealth mm -hmm. and also who understands that with a little bit of hard work, you can make a significant difference for your long-term future. All for these sure. other Gen Zers that are mailing it in on Monday. And by yeah. the way, I think NBC, so NBC reached out to me, Nicole, yeah. the National Nightly News. Mm -hmm. They say that this Sunday, they're going to play the spot on my reaction to the yeah. bare minimum Monday take. Okay. Right? I'm excited. I mean, hopefully there's no more tragedy. It sounds they, like you keep getting bumped because of these they, horrible tragedies. They bumped me the last two Sundays for breaking news. Some yeah. maniac drove over a bunch of migrants one weekend with his car and then terrible this weekend uh some other psychopath did something else i don't you know there's always some there'll be something psychotic i'm sure i'll get bumped again uh but anyways maybe they won't maybe we'll react to that yeah we, we but again now she's having passive income i mean it's incredible oh you know what i watched this weekend have you seen air yet i can't watch anything besides succession Succession's the greatest show ever no, created. it's not a show it's a movie it's about the how nike made the deal with Oh, with Michael Jordan. Everybody tells me to watch that. Yeah. Oh, you gotta. So what is that on? How do I find it, that? Uh, I, it's on Prime. I watch it on oh. uh, right, right Prime. I think we Prime, might have yeah. Prime. I, I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, everything. It's, it's really, I mean, my kids started Googling it and he's making 400 million a year just on the passive income from the shoes. Oh, it's yeah. like insane insanity but it's a it's a good movie i'm a huge um matt damon fan so how'd that pop um, in your head where, where did that come from well the passive income the the passive, 400 yeah, I think... and i was like oh 400 million okay. no but i mean she's 23 years old like this is the time to start making these moves and these decisions because yeah. they dictate the rest of your life i mean michael jordan was 18 years old i think when he made that deal with nike so of course i don't think anybody's yeah. creating a shoe that's going to compete with jordan but of you... course not but at a smaller scale i mean yes. she's buying 190 $95,000 home. I you can mean, put together a portfolio of, of real estate that when you're 40 years old, you can decide, hmm, do I want to sell this portfolio off? Do I right. want to keep taking the income? Do I want to retire and go do something else? Do I want to go invest in some other company? Do I want to invest into... Right. And at 40, a lot of those things are even almost paid off since That's she what I'm started saying. so early. Yeah. I mean, she started yep. so early. She's going to be in you know such a good spot when she's our age. Right. Right. Yep. All right. Listen, hit, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. And if you haven't done it already, there's a link down below. By the way, we have a coupon code. Okay, we've uh -oh. got a coupon a coo code a for coupon Bama. or is it a coupon? Coupon? Huh. I don't know. What do you I think? I don't know either. Coupons? We've Coupons? got a discount code to BAMX. <laughs> Become a better agent. Everybody tells you what to do. BAMX actually shows you how to do it. Okay, so if you want... BAMX member courses like the ultimate Instagram course, objection handling, scroll stopping captions. You need to sign up to BAMX immediately. We have a discount on the annual subscription. This comes out to less than a cup of coffee a month. So go ahead and jump in there right away. We have member live streams and a member community. And we also have massive discounts on for BAMX members only on the creator courses. Haley Ingram from Coffee and Contracts does a Canva course, uh, Lights, Camera, Leads with Tom Story. He's the best at one-on-one -on -one content to actually get deals done with your content, closing more deals, complete guide to objection handling with the objection handling king himself, Tom Tool. Go hit the link below, become a better agent. Bam X discount code real word. Is that what it is, Haley? I think it's real word. 
She's saying yes. Real word is the discount code. Link below. Haley, make sure you have that link down below. We got the link. She's got the link. We got the link. Discount code, real word, BAMX. Sorry for everyone who tuned into the Barstool debate. That'll never happen again. Uh, we'll have a maybe a lender agent debate. So make sure to subscribe to the channel. Well, Don't but it sounds like it may, it may not be a debate. It may be a, like more of a collaboration. Let's figure out how we can make each other better. Let's do a collabo. We'll, we'll start. A collabo? Start calling With our these. coupons? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nicole. I've seen enough of you today. I got to go. Thank God. Okay. Right. Keep it real. See, 